Welcome to On the Rise, the Baker's Journal podcast. I'm your host, Colleen Cross. Robin and Sean Haley, co-owners of Irwin's Fine Baking and Delicatessen in Kamloops, BC, are looking to retire. Wanting to cover their retirement and also to give other entrepreneurs a strong start in the business, they devised a skills-based contest to identify the ideal candidate or candidates to carry on the bakery's legacy with the same passion and dedication that has defined it over 52 years. In this episode, Robin Haley joins us to talk about memorable moments in the bakery, challenges, why she and Sean dreamt up the Own a Bakery contest, and what it takes to operate an independent community bakery. Hey, Robin, can you tell us a little bit about Irwin's Fine Baking and Delicatessen? Absolutely. We were established in 1971 by Erwin and Elizabeth Nyefeller. My husband and I took over from them in 2008. They are Swiss and emigrated to Canada in their 20s and began Erwin's Bakery then. We held on to their traditions. I loved that the bakery had been part of the community for so many years when we took over and that there was this lovely history that came with it. The products, of course, I absolutely fell in love with. Before buying the bakery, I made everything myself at home. I don't like processed foods. I didn't want to feed them to my kids. And it was really nice to recognize that they did everything here the way I did it at home, just bigger volumes. So it was something we were really proud to step into. And we've kept all the favorite recipes, changed one, added a couple, but that's the way it's supposed to be. The business has to continue to grow and develop. So six years ago, we moved into a new location and we're located now on Tecumlip, Shikmupnik Bandland uh, within the city of Kamloops. And it's been fantastic, this new location. It was completely empty space and we got to design it and the landlord refurbished it just for our purposes. Oh, wonderful. That must be an interesting um, process, getting to design design it for it yourself. Was. It really was, yeah. Now, things have changed. Uh, since COVID, we have 25% of the staff that we had before. So in some places, we're kind of rattling around because there's not as many people. And you know, still, so the ongoing process, tweaking design, rearranging, making things as efficient as possible, and for the best experience for our customers as well. I think that's ongoing, though. It's like decorating your house. It never really stops. <laughs> no, no. And that's the nice thing. Uh, as as we're here to talk about today, you folks have are taking a little bit different route and you're looking to step away from the business for a much well-deserved retirement. It's a next chapter in your lives. And you've chosen to develop a sort of a contest or competition, if you will, to find the next owner of the bakery. Do you want to tell us a little bit about how you're doing that and how the contest would work? Uh, we do have some of the details in the link, but if you could just tell us in, in your words, uh, generally how it will work. So it's a skills-based contest. And we decided to do this because we wanted to find what we hoped would be a better way of transitioning the business to the new owners. One of the priorities for us, aside from getting our retirement money, was to do everything we could to ensure the best opportunity for success for the new owners. Our personal experience was challenging. We bought traditionally, you know, normal commercial sale, 
lots of financing was involved, lots of debt was taken on. And a month later, the world economy crashed, which nobody saw coming. It's just the way it was. But it put us in a really, really challenging position. And I just wanted to find a way to move the business forward without putting someone else in that position, without burdening them with the debt. And we all know anyone who's ever thought about business or had a business knows debt can kill you. You know, it's so limiting, not just the struggle of managing the debt, but you can't take advantage of opportunities because you don't have the cash flow or the funds or the access to funds to be able to expand or diversify or open a second location. We had lots of opportunities in those first 10 years that we simply couldn't take advantage of. And I really would love to see the next people thrive from the first moment through the door. The routine is established. The bakery's very well established. We have an outstanding reputation, lots of community support. Somebody can step in and not worry about having to fix it. They can learn it and then grow with it and adapt and change it to suit their vision as they go forward. So as I say, skills-based contest, so not a lottery, not a random draw, on the website, which is ownabakerycontest.ca, we've even included the grading criteria that we're using to judge each essay. We'll narrow it down to 10 people. Those 10 essays will go on to what I lovingly call my brain trust. And they're the people that I rely on heavily for business advice year round. And they will be making the final choices. So we'll have a winner and three runners up. Once the winner's announced, those people or that person will have 45 days to go through the due diligence, go through the financials, really dig into the business. And then we finalize it as a normal sale with the sale price being their $1,000 entry fee. No debt. Wow. So that's really looking for it. Yeah. And, and that you have a, are offering a little bit of uh, your own advice to the new owners uh, just Absolutely. in the handover. Yeah, we'll be staying on for at least a couple of weeks for a training and handover. I've been working for some time now on documenting everything. We want to make the operation as turnkey as possible. COVID actually has really helped with that because it's really forced us to streamline and simplify the business since we only have 25% of the staff. So it's actually made the process a little easier and not planning on leaving the area. So if anybody was in a real tight crunch, they'd be able to give us a ring. It's nice to think of you folks popping back into the bakery and seeing it thriving. Do you want to talk a little bit about there's lots of challenges in running the bakery and you've gone through some of those and maybe some of the high points while you've been uh, at the helm? There's so many and there's in 15 years, there's so many memories and so many people you connect with. Picking just one or two would be really hard for me. Yeah. And I think for all bakers, we love the instant gratification of seeing somebody enjoy something that we've made for them. There's something very personal about feeding people. And we work very hard to make sure people are getting the highest quality, the best nutrition that we can provide. But when somebody comes back through the door and says to me, that made me think of my grandmother, or it's the closest to what yeah. my mom made. It's the highest compliment in the world to me anyways, because that's what I'm striving for. Food, tying in with your memories, 
it's not just something that you know you pound out as you're driving from one appointment to another. I love it when people take the time to savor and enjoy and share with friends and family because to me that's what food is. But we've met some of the loveliest people in the last 15 years. We've watched babies grow up into young adults. Up until COVID, we had our annual uh, gingerbread decorating classes. Oh, fun. Kids would come in, yeah, and build their gingerbread chalets that we did here. And we actually had second generation coming in, which was so exciting to know that we've been here that long and that those memories were that important to their parents to bring their children here. We just love that sort of thing. Uh, that's wonderful. I can hear the emotion in your voice. It's it's really nice to hear. What would you say, if you could pick a couple of skills out of the many skills required to run a bakery, what does it take to, to run a successful bakery or, or business such as your own that the people who take over uh, eventually will, will really need and under their belt? I think the biggest thing is flexibility and adaptability. Something my husband heard years ago was that a successful business didn't have the best business plan, but it had the best plan B and the best plan C, because there's always outside stimulus that you cannot control. You have no idea what's coming at you. So you need to be able to adapt, to make changes as needed, and to continue to alter your vision. I think sometimes people can get really stuck in what they think something should be. And that doesn't hold true over time. It needs to alter. This bakery has gone through many morphs over 50 years. And we're actually now more like Erwin and Elizabeth were years ago when it was just them and a couple of staff. And we're back to that again, but in a slightly different way too. So I think aside from business skills, like your financial skills, your operating skills, your baking skills, your vision, you need to be able to be flexible, to notice what's, what's coming, to notice changes and adapt to them. Robin, I want to ask you uh, what some of your favorite products are uh, at the bakery, just to give people sort of a visual and a taste preview. Well, when it comes to breads, I'm having a challenge at the moment because our cami sourdough was always my favorite. It takes all week to make. We bake it on Fridays. It's got three ingredients. I love it. Recently, we started making a red fife sourdough with red fife flour. And now I'm conflicted because I love them both. (laughs) One of my other favorites, we make a really dense, dark rye. We call it heavy sour rye. And Mm. it takes a lot of skills and a lot of effort to slice, but is so worth it. We also make our own puff pastry. So I'm very spoiled that I get to enjoy cream slices and we call blueberry baskets made with puff pastry and Bavarian custard. Even our strudels, there's just nothing better than fresh made puff pastry filled with freshly made fillings. And then with the deli, we do a wide range of foods as well. In fact, one of the biggest segments of our business is our lunch business. We do a wide range of sandwiches every day, a lunch feature. I make a soup every day, salads, you know, chef salads, spinach salads, and take-home foods. I think one of my favorites is our chicken salad. So, of course, we use yeah. fresh chicken, 
It's the same recipe that Elizabeth developed and we add corn to it. And I would never have put corn in chicken salad, but oh my goodness, it's so good. Even a bowl of that, not even in a sandwich. It's a great lunch. That's one of my go-tos here. Oh yeah. It's a grain too, isn't it? So yeah, but it adds yeah. a bit of sweetness. And it just, it adds a sweetness and it, I like the crunch that it adds to it. Changes the texture a bit. And where we are now too, the location suits very well for our lunch business because we are in what is largely an industrial area. Okay. The lots of residential on the perimeters of it. So we get a really nice mix of people coming in to do their grocery shopping and people coming in to get their lunch or treats for the kids after school, which is always you know, kind of my favorite part of the day. When somebody comes in with little ones, it's always fun. That sounds amazing. That sounds like an amazing opportunity for someone. Do you want to just quickly refresh about how people can find out more about the contest. And when this concludes, and you uh, hopefully and your husband are able to pop back into the bakery, what do you hope to see? I think the atmosphere, as much as what I visually see, we have been very fortunate. And we have just some of the loveliest customers that you could ever imagine. And you really get to know them, you know, on a very personal level. One of the comments that has been coming back to us that really was a very, very pleasant surprise was how genuinely upset people were that we wouldn't be here anymore. And one of the things that I keep assuring them is one of the reasons we're working at moving the business forward in the way we are is it gives us a chance to find people who are like-minded enough that they want to connect with the community. So I keep reassuring them that while it may not be us, our hope is that their experience will be very similar, maybe even better. To come in and to see the business thriving and to see how it grows and changes under new ownership, I'm really looking forward to that. That'll be really exciting for me. Oh, that's wonderful. We wish you every success with this endeavor, uh, which I believe the deadline is September 22nd. Yes, September 22nd, which I didn't really think about until I saw the date in an email. That's 15 years to the day since we took over from Erwin Elizabeth. Oh, wow. And I thought, oh, that's really cool. Like, I just, yeah. I just love the way that that's worked out. So September 22nd, and I think that it's 5 p.m. There is a countdown clock on the website, which is ownabakerycontest.ca. So people can keep checking that. if They want to keep it fresh in their minds. Everything can be done on the website. You can even build and write your essay there, or you can upload it, whatever you prefer. That's great. Well, I'm sure you're looking forward to reading some of those applications. We'll look forward to hearing back, following up with you, and, oh. and hopefully a pleasant retirement and <laughs> with a nice neighborhood bakery to go to in your retirement. <laughs> that would be lovely. You know, the Nifellers still come in when they're in town and not traveling or, you know, off on an adventure. And we would like to have that same relationship, too, with the next people. Thank you for talking to us, Robin. Thank you, Colleen. And we really appreciate your interest in our story. 